Hello everyone, this is Justin Maxwell, back with another episode of Maxwell's Monologue. So, I know I haven't done anything in the past month. Um, I've been really busy lately. Um, with uh, Between sports, with work, and uh, extracurricular activities, I haven't been able to really um, record, upload, and post a podcast of any topic, really, of any length. I've just been really busy. And uh, today... Uh, we had school off, and I decided to take a moment and uh, record an episode while I have the time. And uh, I decided uh, to break away from the trend that I've been usually going to towards lately, which is uh, politically driven uh, topics. And lately, and that's just uh, quite stressful, to be honest. And there's too much of it in this world today. And uh, today, I decided to go with a non-politically motivated um topic and that topic is just basically something that i take interest in and it's going to be youtube but it's going to be um i'm going to be talking about why uh some youtube channels exist so i picked out three youtube channels that i found on youtube that i thought really didn't have a purpose or um which is quite odd uh considering the circumstances of how youtube is and how they manage their content and treat other creators and um i found these channels on my own um it's not like i found them else on youtube it's just i s somehow stumbled upon them and some of these youtube channels are just really weird and so i'm just gonna jump straight into it and i'll start talking about some stuff that's going on in my life at the end um just just to keep things going i should probably put my phone on silent yeah, there we go. So, uh, three YouTube channels I decided to pick uh, were um, Nick the Smoker, Sandwell Mobiles, and uh, Porta Potties. So, um, let's just start with Nick the Smoker. Now, this YouTube channel that I found, um, I think I was looking up something about like uh, the effects of smoking or smoking hazards or something. I don't know because I saw something from like some like science channel or something about like um, What happens to your body after you quit smoking and that just kind of got me interested about like um, The same topic like what happens when you quit smoking or what happens to your body when you start smoking and so um, Of all things that I found I found a YouTube channel where a person oh Nick from Nick the Smoker, um, literally smokes cigarettes. And this person is actually very young. He's like, uh, he's been on doing YouTube for five years, and I think he started when he was 19. He's like 24, if you do the math right, 19 plus 5 is 24, so he's like 24 years old and he's been smoking cigarettes. And I found this YouTube channel about like five, six months ago. I showed my friends, I was like, this is really stupid. Why would anybody you know, go online and post a video of them just smoking a cigarette. And when you go look at this channel, the dude smokes a cigarette, but uh, he, like, does everything from, like, oh, when this is, uh, the cigarette smells like this, and he smells it, and he's like, oh, I can smell it, be sweet. And I'm like, how do cigarettes smell sweet? They smell pretty bad when you, like, you know, the second the smell from secondhand smoke, you know, when you walk by from somebody, it smells bad, and, like, it's a smell you just don't want around. And he does everything, he's like, oh, it's sweet, and, you know, he smokes, and he talks about, like, body or something, uh, and he just goes through all these little criteria that he self-imposes on himself to review a cigarette, and I just kind of find that weird. Anyway, but more about Nick the Smoker, 
He has uh, 93,595 subscribers. He's pretty close to getting a YouTube play button. And just imagine YouTube will be giving out a play button to a man in which all he does is smoke cigarettes and tells people if they're good or bad. And that doesn't even talk about the destructive behavior of smoking cigarettes. I mean, obviously, when you're smoking a cigarette, you're not going to be like, oh, I'm addicted. Um, I love my nicotine and I love my tar and I'm going to die of lung cancer when I'm 30. Now, you, you don't go... You don't go online when you say that when your sole purpose is to smoke cigarettes. But, like, it's kind of weird. Um, he encourages smoking when you go on his YouTube channel and go to the About page. He actually encourages smoking. He always tells people to, like, pick up a pack of cigarettes and light them up and smoke them. And I just find that particularly odd, considering this is YouTube and his circumstances of how it's bad to promote unhealthy and self-destructive behavior. But anyway, um, he also has 12,850,587 views. This is of today, of uh, the recording on the 11th of February 2019. That's how many uh, views that he's had, and he's been doing this for five years. Um, so he has a couple, like ten, like a couple of million views, and uh, he's on track to getting his play button, I would say, within one or two months. And he also has his videos monetized. He actually has uh, quite a few uh, ads thrown on the video. And I, I was analyzing his channel for the purpose of the podcast for today. And I watched around like four or five videos. And they're each like 10, 15 minutes long. And I'm like, I'm, I'm watching them. And here, the weird thing about it is, is they're actually surprisingly intriguing. When you watch somebody um, smoke a cigarette and they give their opinion about it. And you know when you're in school how... Uh, they're always like, oh, cigarettes are bad for you. And you see this YouTube channel, and this person, all he does is literally smoke cigarettes. And the videos, honestly, are intriguing. Like, he smokes all sorts of American brands, like uh, American Spirit, or Camels, or Marlboros, or I actually don't know really how to pronounce that name. Um, he smokes all sorts of American cigarettes. And then his viewers, uh, he has like tens of thousands of them. Um, they sent him cigarettes to review, and he gets stuff from, like, Poland and Japan, and, and I was, I was wondering, like, wow, this is, this is a lot, he, and, um, he, he does, he has a huge fan base, and it's actually surprisingly very supportive. Anyway, back to the ad thing, there's, like, four or five ads on those videos, and I'm surprised YouTube keeps this channel monetized, considering when you look at PewDiePie, a person who posts content, and does not promote self-destructive behavior gets consistently demonetized. Um, he always gets consistently demonetized, and there's other channels that have uh, similar content but get demonetized because a rivaling channel does not like the content that they're producing, or it's a corporation that is extremely greedy. But here, Nick the Smoker is chugging along with four or five ads on his videos while him puffing a cigarette in the back. Um, I find it quite odd. So I went on Social Blade, and uh, according to Social Blade, he makes an estimated two thousand to thirty-one thousand dollars a year. I don't think I think that thirty-one thousand dollar figure is a bit bloated, um, but I would assume from the ads he would at least make five thousand dollars a year, and so I think that probably only fuels his uh, addiction even more. But um, as I was watching this YouTube channel, I was, I was really surprised how a YouTube won't take down or demonetize or try to throw the rails of off the tracks of this YouTube channel because it's uh, currently promoting uh, self-destructive behavior and this uh, person Nick 
um, he has such a huge audience, surprisingly. He has almost have 100,000 once you hit that mark where you have the play button. You, you're, a, I wouldn't say you're a big deal, but I also would say that you have a pretty large influence. 100,000 people. If I were to start a YouTube channel right now, well, this person has more influence than I do because I have zero and he has 100,000. Some of my friends who have YouTube channels, they have thousands of subscribers, one of them notably. But he doesn't have, like, not, did I say 100,000? I didn't mean that. But, like, he has a couple thousand subscribers, but, like, Nick the Smoker has a hundred, almost 100,000 subscribers. And when you think about that, this man has more influence. He's promoting self-destructive behavior through smoking cigarettes, um, whether it be filtered or non-filtered or ultralight or full-flavored or whatever it is. This man is promoting self-destructive behavior by inhaling smoke containing nicotine and tar into your lungs. He's promoting a self-destructive behavior that um, causes lung cancer and mouth cancer and thro throat cancers and can cause you to get your uh, certain bones in your body to re be removed, such as your jaw and such, your foot, because of the self-destructive uh, manner of tobacco smoking. And I'm, I'm surprised at also his fan base there's not many trolls you go through the comments section um there's not many trolls at all there's probably one or two comments out of a couple hundred where people say oh you're gonna die of lung cancer i hope you die or whatever and the viewer to uh the viewer like like and dislike ratio is actually very very good because he has more likes by long shot versus dislikes and he has a very supportive community. You would think a YouTube channel that which all you do is support, I mean, film yourself smoking cigarettes would like receive a huge, like, I guess blowback in a sense, <clears throat> where like your people will be making fun of you or be reporting you. You'd think his channel would be taken down, but it's not. But um, to be honest, I don't really know what the purpose of having a YouTube channel where all you do is just smoke cigarettes and basically give yourself lung cancer. I mean. When you go back to his, one of his first couple of videos versus the videos he's making now, you can see how he's changed. His voice sounds raspy. Um, he looks old, like an older person. Um, like obviously you age, but like he looks he looks like he's aging more rapidly. Um, and it just doesn't. It can you can definitely tell there's some obvious side effects of him smoking. And I would say it's kind of funny. It's just. Mm. Just back in my head, I'm like, yeah, this is what you kind of get for smoking cigarettes and making an entire YouTube channel. And there's actually an entire community of them. Um, I've seen at least 10 other YouTube channels, whether it be smoking marijuana, vaping, or just smoking cigarettes. There's there's many, many YouTube channels, I would say at least a couple hundred, uh, where all they do is literally uh, smoke, vape, or get high. Um, people where people review dab pens and bongs and uh, different vape products like a Soren and a Jewel and then it's different cigarettes such as a Camel or whatever's out there. People do it. And yeah. Also, another thing, the second YouTube channel I want to talk about and wondering why it exists, Sandwell Mobiles. So Sandwell Mobiles, I think this dude's name is like Paul. I found this channel like three years ago and I actually subscribed to it. Um, all he does is literally scratches lottery tickets from the UK. Literally all he does. 
And it's one of those other YouTube channels where you think, like, why the hell does this exist? But it's also really intriguing where you just keep on watching. And this dude, all he does is scratches lottery tickets. And so Sane Wimobos currently has, like, 73,425 subscribers as of the 11th of February, 2019. Um, and he has well over 40 million views. And he's also monetized. But he, does, he only has, like, one or two ads up per video. And according to Social Blade, he makes around $1.3,000 Upwards of $21,400. The $21,000 figure obviously might be a bit bloated. But then again, um, it's Social Blade. Uh, I think it sometimes over-exaggerates a lot of things. But anyway, um, Sandwin Mobos, all he does is scratch his lottery tickets. And it's not self-destructive behavior, but rather it is um, a behavior which encourages gambling. It's like the activity of having a YouTube channel uh, where all he does is... Uh, Scambles this money away, and at, at, actually, at one point, he did something uh, 30 days no gambling where he recognized he had a severe gambling addiction. And so, what he did was, um, uh, he didn't uh, buy any of the lottery tickets for 30 days. And you would think this dude probably might have gave it up. And so, during his 30 days of like no scratching lottery tickets, he went through his entire drawers of like tickets and he figured out he spent $25,000 worth of lottery tickets in the past six years. $25,000, you could buy a new car with that. And this man instead bought it on flimsy pieces of paper, cardboard things, and scratches it off with a coin. And these are actually $25,000 worth of losing lottery tickets, uh, let me be clear. Um, and there's no way that he has possibly made that money back. There's absolutely zero way he's made that money back. I mean, if he did, I'd be very surprised, but, um, $25,000, I mean, no, I, th no, he's from the UK, so it might be 25,000 pounds, when you think about 25,000 pounds, because it's more powerful than the US dollar, that might be upwards of $30,000 now, I kind of think about it, but I mean, this dude, all he does, and every single one of his videos are like, oh, by the way, I spent so-and-so amount of money on lottery tickets, let's go scratch them, and he scratches them, and the majority of the time, they're losing tickets, and, you know, I've been watching his videos sometimes because it's kind of intriguing to see uh, what will he win. And sometimes he wins zero dollars. It's a complete bust. And other times, uh, I think one of his videos I watched, he won 250 pounds. And, I mean, that's neat. But you also spent 25,000 pounds worth of lottery tickets in which you lost. Um, that's not neat. And, and so it's one of those things It's like, I mean... I know it's one of those things that I don't think YouTube is going to take down because it's just literally like gambling. It's not like it's damaging to your health or self-destructive behavior, but it's destructive to your finances, especially when you lose £25,000 uh, worth of um, lottery tickets. Um, gambling addiction is obviously a serious problem, and this man recognized it at one point, and actually after his 30 days were over, the first thing he did was buy £250 of lottery tickets, and I was like... That's a bit. That's a bit odd, but that's what he did. He um, bought two hundred fifty pounds worth of lottery tickets, and he actually barely made back half of it. And he just barely made back half of it because one of the lottery tickets was like, like a fifty pound win or something. I forget. Uh, I don't remember exact details, but it was really interesting. I mean, it, it definitely it was. Really, I mean. And I think his gambling addiction has actually gotten worse ever since then. Because I stopped watching a YouTube channel because, I don't know, I just kind of lost interest. And yesterday, um, I just watched one of his videos. And one of his videos, he bought 150 pounds worth of lottery tickets. And I'm like, you're such a nutcase. 
why would you do this? Yeah, you realize that he had a gambling addiction, and now you're just making it worse. And actually, he kept on buying losing lottery tickets. And he just kept on buying lottery tickets that like he never got wins on. He just keeps on buying them and buying them and buying them. And I guess that's just a part of having a gambling addiction where like you know something's bad, but like you just can't stop yourself. I guess it's the same as a smoking addiction. You know it's bad for you, but you're just going to buy another pack of cigarettes every day because you're addicted and you're going to be really pissed off if you don't have it for for the next hour or so. If you're like a pack a day smoker or something like that. But um Yeah, I mean there's also a huge community behind this also. In America and the UK, anywhere where they sell lottery tickets, there's a huge community of these people where where they gamble and stuff. Um for fun I looked up by US state and there are YouTube channels that uh, specifically scratch lottery tickets based on their state, so there's one for my state of Pennsylvania. There's like one it's like called the Lotto King or something. And then you go to like Texas and Florida. There's, there's people that have um, YouTube channels where all they do is literally scratch lottery tickets. That's what they do. They scratch lottery tickets all the time. And they do it and they post their videos online and they might get big. Some of them, I mean, if you watch Mr. Beast, he bought, he bought like I think like $30,000 worth of lottery tickets or something like that. That's like a gimmick, but these people, they probably spend that much money in one year. Um, and you, so you might think, like, oh, Mr. Beast is, like, being an idiot for buying $30,000 worth of lottery tickets in one go. Well, I think it's also pretty idiotic when you think about, like, um, the amount of money people spend in one year over time. You'd be thinking $25,000 over a course of one year. It's like, okay, but maybe saying, oh, $25,000 in one go, but people spend that much money on lottery tickets throughout the year and it's equally stupid <laughs> and your odds of winning are lower too so there you go with that but i mean some i mean the videos are intriguing and such like that but like if they're intriguing that doesn't always mean they're good i can watch a video about people falling off buildings piece they're intriguing is it good no it's not it's not good at all I mean, there's an entire sub subreddit called "Watch People Die." It actually got taken down, but people—I think hundreds of thousands of people were subscribed to it because it was intriguing. People like tragedy, so they watch videos of people or things dying to falling to their deaths. But uh, it's not appropriate, so Reddit took it down. So it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's intriguing, but that doesn't always mean it's okay and acceptable to keep it up. Um, but it just, gambling is not one of those, it's just, it's intriguing, but it's also useless at the same time. There's no demand to have a YouTube channel about scratching lottery tickets. Now you can make the argument that there's no demand for vloggers on YouTube, it's just, what's the point of watching people live their lives? Oh, there's no demand for, um, auto maintenance videos. You know, be a man, read a book and fix it yourself. Or there's no demand to watch bootlegged movies because how will you do it to legal way and buy a movie? I don't know. Um, but I mean you could I guess you could make the argument for everything, but it's just in this case I just find like why do people make videos and make a YouTube channel about them scratching lottery tickets in which nine times out of ten they will probably lose. And if they win they probably put a clickbaity title. I don't know. It's just one of those things. And finally, finally, a third one, porta-potties. Now, you might be thinking, okay, what's the big deal? What's about porta-potties? What is it? Is just a video where a person sets up a camera at a porta-potty? One of porta-potties is a YouTube channel which a person reviews porta-potties. Like, he goes in there, takes a shit, and reviews the porta-potty. Now, he doesn't film, like, him taking a dump. He just, he just goes in there. 
and he's like, oh, I'm going to do a smell test, and oh, I'm going to look around at the features, quote-unquote features of this place. Oh, look, there's some vents here. Oh, look, it, the air's out the stink. Hey, look, the doors have an extra lock. Oh, look, it even has a little mini window, so you can, like, look out or something. Oh, look, it has a handlebar. I, all these little things, I don't know. Um, so about porta potties, there's uh, it has 840 subscribers. I have no idea how I found this YouTube channel. I don't even look it up on, uh, like online, like YouTube channel that reviews porta potties. No, like I actually genuinely stumbled upon this, and I have like literally no idea how, but I just did. So it has 840 subscribers, and uh, total view count is 496,474 views as of the 11th of February 2019. Also today of filming and it's not monetized so i'm not gonna put that and yeah like i said before this dude literally all he does is review porta potties now let me say porta potties are pretty case specific you just can't go into a porta potty and be like oh i'm gonna review this porta potty at this location and tell you how it is i don't know who is gonna find this video and find it helpful i don't know who's gonna actually watch the video but apparently he has an extremely small community, but it's growing. Well, actually, when I found this YouTube channel, it only had 500 subscribers. This was a month ago. Now this dude has 840 subscribers. So I guess there's a very, very small community of people um, that are, well, interested in this topic. Um, they like porta potties. And I'm just kind of waiting for a day when someone just literally reviews, like, doors and door like doors and buttons and i don't know staircases oh i'm gonna walk this up walk up a flight of stairs and i'm gonna review it like i'm waiting for that day to happen i don't know there's probably a lot of like you like you doing youtube reviews is a pretty big thing people will review anything as you realize nick the smoker as i previously mentioned the first time around he reviews cigarettes cigarettes a self-destructive behavior well it's a self-destructive object which causes a self-destructive behavior. Porta potties um, is a utility. People review anything that is a utility. I guarantee you, probably there is somebody out there that I have not found yet that probably reviews reviews like staircases. There's probably someone out there that reviews light switches. There's probably somebody that probably reviews car keys. Not the car, but the car keys. I guarantee you, someone probably reviews them. And I, anything utili uh, like that has a utilitarian purpose probably has a YouTube review channel. And in this case, I never thought uh, there would be a YouTube channel about reviewing porta-potties. And porta-potties, like I said, they're very case-specific. I mean, each porta-potty has a different experience. One, You could go in one and it would smell actually pretty pleasant, and it's clean and all this. And the next one you walk into, it looks like someone took, like, a big dump that exploded like a bomb and it's like all over the place and it smells absolutely horrifying you feel like you're gonna die and not be able to make out of it i mean it's really case specific but this dude literally reviews porta potties you know <clears throat> and he does everything and it's it's unique there's a growing community and i guess there will be a community for anything when you're on youtube you there you I guarantee you will probably find a community that will back you and shares the same interests, and probably someone will get quote unquote inspired and do the same thing and start their own YouTube channel, and you'll probably like I don't know, support each other. 
That's probably what's going to happen. And so when you're looking at this in this way, um, it kind of brings to light, why do YouTube channels exist? Like, what certain YouTube channels exist? I guess it's because there's always a community that will back back it up. There's always a community right behind it. There's an aviation community. There's a railroading community. I guess there's a smoking porta potty, uh, lottery ticket, maybe staircase and light switch community on YouTube too. I mean, there's there's a community probably for everything because you uh, because the internet has brought in so many people, so many backgrounds together. And when someone does something online, probably that community or the people that make up the community will be like, oh wait, this person likes the same thing that I do, and they're probably going to support it, no matter how big and small. So like, you know, the big things. Well, we have a pretty sizable, very sad sizable Fortnite community. That's pretty awful. But it exists, and it's big. There's a big community, and they have something small, like the smoking community of 100,000 subscribers. And, admittedly, both both topics are self-destructive. You know? I will say that Fortnite is self-destructive. Maybe it's because I hate it. Maybe it's because I... Maybe it's... I don't know. I mean, you figure that out. I mean... Um... Yeah, I mean, there is a community behind everything, and I guarantee you, if you start something, no matter how unique or how odd it is, I bet there is a community on the internet that will support you. Whether it be smoking cigarettes, or reviewing porta potties, or if you make a YouTube channel where all you do is review a staircase, or exit signs, or door handles, or doors, or not even doors, maybe it could be hinges, there's probably a community on YouTube that will support you. Now, maybe, yes. Honestly, yeah, there will be a community that will troll you, but even then, s such specific communities like Nick the Smoker and the Porta Potties, when you go look at the comments section of these videos, no one really trolls them because the trolls really don't care about them. Maybe there's one troll that found this YouTube channel. I mean, Nick the Smoker almost hitting the 100,000 subscriber mark. He's probably going to get some like trolls and st such like that. But when you still look at it, there's probably going to be... <laughs> no trolls on a community that small because most likely they will never discover such a community and to be honest I mean I didn't know these communities existed either for a while I just really thought like oh yeah um probably the big review communities are probably tech te like technology um that's probably like the biggest reviews uh possibly like maybe experiences oh here's a flight experience this is how i felt or maybe it's also show off like all oh, the 21,000 first class seat hint hint casey neistat um those are probably the big things but when you go look at like nick the smoker reviewing cigarettes and porta potties reviewing porta potties there is a community for everything and so that's why some youtube channels exist now the other reason like why some youtube channels and their communities remain online and still exist is another question how is nick the smoker still able to survive on youtube with with when regards to the scrutiny about smoking and all this stuff i don't know so yeah uh that's it for this topic um i just want to say thank you guys for the support lately um even while i wasn't uploading i actually didn't uh publicize or like promote my other podcast so that was a pretty sad amount of like listens it was like only 10 where my other ones have been on averaging like almost 50 or so. So um, if you guys can favorite this podcast and get the updates and such, that would be great. Also, 
I'm thinking about starting up a Patreon account, and, um, yeah, if you guys have a heart to donate, that would be really nice. Also, talking about donating, um, I'm starting a GoFundMe page for my good friend Wade Kelly. He recently was in a serious car accident in which he suffered from pelvic fractures, a femur, a fraction of femur, uh, a concussion, uh, like a hip fracture, and he's doing pretty bad, and he's still in school. He's also a father of a of a daughter and uh, he has a daughter and he's been going through a lot he's struggling a lot so I started a GoFundMe page it's called the Wade Kelly Recovery Fund W-A-D-E for Wade and then Kelly K-E-L-L-E-Y uh, Recovery Fund I have a goal of $500 if you guys could donate to that that would be absolutely amazing because my friend he's been going through so much and he can't work he had a job so um, him and his family have been going through a lot of financial pressures he just needs that money for physical therapy for a wheelchair for some crutches because actually his crutches broke and the insurance won't cover it and such like that so if you guys could please please um donate to that that would be absolutely amazing um that's it for right now um hopefully i'll be uploading and recording podcasts on a more regular basis and a more regular schedule um so thank you guys so much for listening up until the end. I really appreciate it. Please favorite this podcast. Um, I love the support that you guys are giving me. Please give me feedback on these podcasts. And on Instagram at cest.le.pain. Uh, uh, that's my Instagram. Uh, you can DM me and request certain suggestions. I do polls about the podcast and such that you guys can vote on. And yeah, that's it. Tune in next week. Really appreciate the love that you guys uh, are showing me for this podcast. And hopefully you'll hear from me next week. Peace out.